Start selling on Shopify today. Go to shopify.com slash CNN for a $1 per month trial. Hey, everyone. I am Sarah Murray, CNN political correspondent in for David Chalian. And this is the CNN political briefing. So here's what you need to know in politics for Monday, April 3rd. Former President Donald Trump is in his home state of New York today, but it's a homecoming unlike any other as the first former president to face criminal charges. Trump has just arrived in New York, where he'll be staying at Trump Tower tonight before his expected court appearance tomorrow. Now, we don't know exactly what Trump was charged with until perhaps tomorrow. That's when we may see the judge decide to unseal the indictment, making it available to the public. But sources familiar with the case tell CNN Trump faces more than 30 counts related to business fraud stemming from an alleged hush money scheme from 2016. Now, the potential crimes at play here are whether Trump possibly violated campaign finance laws for how the Trump organization reimbursed Trump's former personal attorney, Michael Cohen, for the alleged hush money payment. But again, we don't know exactly what these charges are going to look like yet, and we should note, of course, that Donald Trump has repeatedly denied having any affair. Several media outlets, including CNN, have asked the judge to unseal the indictment and for permission to broadcast Trump's arraignment, which, of course, is going to be a historic moment. Lawyers from Trump's team have opposed this broadcast request in a new letter to the judge today. They said they think the request should be denied because it will, quote, create a circus-like atmosphere at the arraignment, raise unique security concerns, and is inconsistent with President Trump's presumption of innocence. As for what we might expect tomorrow, even though he's a former president, he's going to be treated a lot like any other defendant would be for the most part. In one point that is definitely going to be different from your average defendant, he's going to be escorted by the Secret Service to District Attorney Alvin Bragg's office. He'll then be brought into the courtroom where the indictment is expected to be unsealed and he will formally face these charges. And we're, of course, expecting him to plead not guilty. He'll then be booked by investigators where his fingerprints will be taken, but it's not clear at this point whether his mugshot would be taken like in a normal defendant's case. Because, of course, Trump's appearance is widely known, and it's a violation of state law for that mugshot to be leaked. Now, Trump's legal team just got bigger, too. Multiple sources are telling CNN Todd Blanche was hired to serve as the lead counsel in Trump's defense in New York. He previously represented Trump's former campaign manager, Paul Manafort. Now, Joe Tacopino will still stay on Donald Trump's legal team, along with Susan Necklace. Blanche's hiring has been seen by some inside Trump's orbit as Tacopina being sidelined here as the most forward-facing attorney in dealing with this case. But a senior advisor to Trump pushed back on that notion. Now, before this defense team shakeup, Tacopina told CNN's Dana Bash Trump's legal team is going to look to challenge essentially every potential issue with this indictment once the charges are unsealed. We will take the indictment. We will dissect it. Um, the team will look at every every um, potential issue that we, we will be able to challenge, and we will challenge. And of course, I very much anticipate a motion to dismiss coming because there's no law that fits this. As for Trump, he's been on the attack for the last several days, calling this indictment politically motivated and a witch hunt. Trump's campaign said they raised more than $7 million in the last three days since Thursday's indictment. No president in the history of our country has been subjected to such vicious and disgusting attacks. But they only attack me because I fight for you. Your contribution today will show the left that nothing can destroy the greatest political movement in history. This is the greatest movement in political history. Trump also spent the weekend playing golf, 
posting on social media, meeting with advisors, and texting his allies to frame the indictment as something that's politically positive for him. Now, before he was indicted, Trump called on his supporters to protest if he were charged. That made both federal and New York City authorities worried about the possibility of violence. But today, New York City Mayor Eric Adams says there have been, quote, no specific credible threats to the city ahead of the arraignment. Here he is speaking at a press conference courtesy of WABC. Uh, While there may be some rabble-rousers thinking about coming to our city tomorrow, our message is clear and simple. Control yourselves. New York City is our home, not a playground for your misplaced anger. Now, some protests have been planned, but U.S. officials say it's been less organized and more sporadic than, say, what we saw in the lead-up to the January 6th Capitol attack. That said, current and former officials have told CNN that far-right extremists now are much more likely to be using encrypted communications for planning instead of those public message boards. One of the protests to look for, the New York Young Republican Club. It's organizing a demonstration near the court tomorrow. They're expecting to feature Congresswoman Marjorie Taylor Greene, who's also called on her supporters to join in. In an email on Monday, the club called for people to join what they reiterated was a peaceful protest. This indictment has also become, predictably, a talking point as the 2024 presidential campaign heats up. GOP candidate Nikki Haley spoke to Fox News from Texas today, where she's touring the U.S.-Mexico border. You've got a liberal prosecutor that's doing political revenge against a former president. I mean, that's not a precedent that you want to have. Here you had multiple prosecutors that refused to do actually prosecute this case, yet this guy's doing that. Some House Republicans are also threatening to use the annual spending process to get retribution against the Manhattan District Attorney's Office. Congressman Andy Biggs is a former chair of the Freedom Caucus. He tweeted this morning that he was, quote, disgusted with District Attorney Bragg's office, adding, Congress should immediately cease funding this weaponized office. House Judiciary Committee Chairman Jim Jordan had a similar sentiment when he spoke to Fox News on Sunday. We control the power of the purse, and that's we're going to have to look at the appropriations process and limit funds going to some of these agencies, particularly the ones who are engaged in the most egregious behavior. So the DOJ and the FBI. Yeah. Now, the House GOP has already asked whether federal funds were used as part of this Trump probe. The Manhattan DA's office disclosed in a letter on Friday out of more than $1 billion in asset forfeiture funds it helped the federal government secure, only approximately $5,000 were spent on expenses related to Trump or the Trump Organization between October 2019 and August 2021. Bragg's office also maintains no federal grant money was used toward expenses in the Trump investigation. So now we have Trump fighting this indictment in a Manhattan court and, of course, in the court of public opinion. We know how Trump feels, but what do Americans think of all of this? Well, a new CNN poll conducted by SSRS and out this morning shows 60 percent of people approve of the indictment. But of course, the American court of public opinion is pretty fickle. At the same time, about three quarters of Americans say politics play at least some role in the decision to indict Trump, with just over half saying it played a major role. As you might imagine, a majority of Republicans disapprove, and most Democrats approve, with independents also largely lining up in support of the indictment as well. All in all, this indictment might not play such a big role in how Americans feel about Trump personally. His favorability rating in the latest poll was similar to his standing back in a January CNN poll. Whether it proves to be a good day or a bad one for Donald Trump politically certainly remains to be seen. But one thing for sure, it will be a historic day to see a former president officially charged, officially arraigned, and we'll have to see how the court of public opinion plays out. 
Donald Trump has made it very clear, though, he will not be backing down and has no plans to back out of the 2024 race. That's it for today's political briefing. Thanks so much for listening. And if you like the show, please consider rating and reviewing us on Apple Podcasts. We'll talk to you tomorrow.